many things to be balanced. This here podcast is for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You never know, we might be talking about spirituality and wellness, relationships, whatever it is that you do to get your money, be it working somewhere, be it running your own thing, be it having a side hustle, it's all good over here. We are getting organized, we are handling our time management better, and we are having fun through it all. Because over here, it's all love, all light, and good vibes only. So, if you are interested in living, laughing, and learning, growing, and glowing, drinking your water, and minding your own business, this is the perfect place for you. Hi, I'm Tiff, and welcome to the Life Unscripted Podcast. Building a brand and operating a business can get a little hectic sometimes. I mean, there's a million things to do and you only have two hands, but not to fret. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I want to share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to Organized Energy co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. So many of us have heard of the great resignation and many of us have also become aware of people around us might be you that um, has launched your own small business And I want to make sure that I am helping you guys to be equipped with what you need to be successful um, as you go on these journeys. So what we're going to do is to have a small series where I'll be highlighting some of my favorite tools that I use that helps me to run my brand, my businesses a little bit easier. Um, As you know, I recently uh, published a few books and rolled out some new programs um, that will also help you guys um, in your ventures. But going through the process of writing and publishing the books and rolling out the online programming and some of the other tools and resources that I have available to you, I came across some amazing tools that I fell in love with. So I want to introduce them to you. So one by one, as we do this series, I'm going to highlight one category at a time. Just give you a brief um, synopsis and explanation for why I think you should give this particular category of tools and resources um, a try. All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about coming right up. So thank you, everybody, for joining us for another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast about Organized Energy. Um, I'm your girl, Tiff, 
and I have a special guest with me today in honor of celebrating Black History Month and highlighting some trailblazers and so those who are making positive impact in their local or global community. I have none other than Mr. Mike Romaine um, with me today. He is a hometown hero from The Ville. So I'm initially from The Ville. I'm currently on the coast, but I'm from Louisville. And, uh, and Mike has a big name in Louisville. So anyway, he does uh, wonderful things within the community. And I wanted to make sure to include him when I wanted to highlight those who are doing amazing things. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you, Mr. Mike Romaine. Mike, welcome and thank Good you for afternoon. thank you for sharing your time with me. I'd like for you, if you could, just kind of introduce yourself to us and let us know kind of what it is that you do professionally and kind of what got you there. Um, we'll start that way. Just kind of let us know who you are and what you do. Well, thank you for those kind words on the introduction. Appreciate you taking time out of your day to interview me. As you stated, I'm Michael Romaine. I am a wealth management advisor. I own a firm called I3 Planning LLC. Um, it stands for Investments, Insurance, and Ideas. I help people create financial plans. Um, how I got started, I've been in this field for about 18 years now. Um, and I've always loved counting money. I've always had a passion for stocks and investing. Um, and so I kind of just gravitated towards uh, the first 17 years of my career was with a financial firm, Northwestern Mutual, predominantly on the insurance side, something that I hated, um, but I found was a necessary evil. Um, I think we don't have enough knowledge in the insurance world, um, but I just didn't want to be for some reason labeled as an insurance salesman when my passionate passion was really on the investment side. So about a year ago, I got an opportunity to start my own financial firm. So I took a leap of faith, bet on myself and have never looked back. I'm so excited. Yes, I knew you were with Northwestern for, for quite a long time. So when I think of you that's the first thing I think about is the fact that you were with North, Northwestern. So um, congratulations on you taking your leap of faith and stepping out and doing your own thing. Um, it is something that is necessary for anyone and vitally necessary within our African-American community, especially just as we uh, try to um, break, some, break some generational um, curses, some bad habits, and try to begin to, uh, to create generational wealth. So with that being said, given your history that you've been doing this for so long, are you seeing a change in the way that you are received and perceived with what it is that you're offering? You know, whereas like you said, you didn't wanna be seen as an insurance salesman. Um, and maybe at one point in time, financial literacy may not have been as prevalent in our community. And so maybe some may have rejected your offers to even have a chat with them about what their options might be. Are you finding that now people are more interested and are readily becoming available and wanting to uh, learn more and, and, and do these things or kind of where is it at right now? Um, I'm not going to necessarily say it's a change. I think that when I started 18 years ago, there were a group of people who could care less about insurance, who really needed it. And there were a group of people who probably were not at the bottom of the total pole that were very receptive. Um, you know, there's so, you're from Louisville, you understand um, our inner city culture and kind of what we're going through with the murder rate escalating for the past 10 years. Um, you're, you're starting to get some of the 
people less fortunate, financial people who are more receptive to the insurance talk. But I, I tell all my peers that I feel like I spent 15 years really educating people on the insurance side. My next 15 years will be educating people on the investment side. So by doing that, I will still touch on insurance. As I said earlier, it is a necessary evil, but my goal is really to educate you and your family so you can educate your kids. I tell people all the time, if you go back three or four generations, and I don't know, Tiff, I think you're probably a lot younger than me by the look. I don't know how old you really are, but I'm- I'll I'm take it. I'll take it. I'll take 21 if you give it to me now. 21, there you go. So it's probably <laughs> five or six. I don't have a whole 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So if we go back four generations in my family, we're talking about my great, great, grandmother that would be from slavery if you move forward to my grandmother who i knew she was born in 1908 lived in carter homes projects you know never really had a lot so she couldn't pass that wealth wisdom to my family to my mom who did the best she could to educate me about it but i me and my brother are both college graduates so it is our responsibility as we do the things that me and you do, that we start educating. There, there should never be a reason from our kids not to have financial wisdom. I heard a lot of people talking about what they don't do in school. They should have these classes. Well, you've got the internet and you've got people like ourselves who have been to college, who have some knowledge. We should be able to do it and educate ourselves. And if you don't have the knowledge, then you as a responsible adult, need to hire a financial advisor, someone who can educate you. It's not enough that you invest your money. You want someone to educate you. That's and right. that is kind of where I try to sell people on the, the, the small things. I tell people, I can educate you, but you can't stop that from doing the job. Meaning if you don't understand everything, don't invest your money because you'd have to go and take the classes and the designation and the credentials that I did to understand what I understand. You have to build some trust with your advisor mm -hmm. and then you have to get him to buy into the education of you so you can turn in turn educate your children. So Mike, a couple of things. So okay. as we have more, uh, uh, African Americans that are um, are achieving, you know, the six, seven, eight, some nine figures. You know, it's becoming a thing now, more commonplace. You see more wealthy African Americans. You know, and and not to isolate this strictly to the African American community, because anybody, of course, wants to generate wealth and generate generational wealth. So absolutely, I speak more so regarding the African American community because that's been the underprivileged, underserved more marginalized, you know, community, at, you know, based on these things. But of course, anybody that's watching, this would be applicable to anyone. Um, but as we're looking at people that are now more easily generating wealth, um, I feel like one of the things that we do need to learn is what to do with it when you get it, because it's not enough to think I'm going to buy this house, this car, take these trips. Um, what about trying to do things that's going to make your money, help your money work for you? So if someone was to work with you, um, do you put them on some sort of um, plan, some kind of entry level thing so that people, people that are not used to this type of service but want to do better? Do you ease them into what it is that you're suggesting and offering with them? You know, like, how do you do that and, 
And I guess at what level might someone need to start seeking your services? Meaning, um, do does, do they need to wait till they're at the you know six seven figure? You know, could they could they start when they're you know middle of the way there? You know, what do you recommend and kind of what does it look like to work with you? So let's let's back up, and I'm going to answer every question, but I'm going to kind of take you where I've come from to where I'm at. At Northwestern Mutual, it, it was a transactional relationship. And, and I'm going to even back up further than that. Tiff, if you were to go and put on social media, I'm looking for a financial advisor. You're going to have all your uh, Facebook friends send you a name. Out of those names, you're going to have 10 to 12 different type of people. You're going to have someone who is a teller at a bank. You're going to have someone who's a bank manager. You're going to have someone that deals in property and casualty. You're going to have someone that just deals in insurance. You're going to have someone that is a Northwestern transaction rep. You're going to have someone who's a CPA, someone who's an accountant. You're going to have all of these. So the first thing is people have to know what they're asking for. And we use social media so much that I don't even think people have a great understanding when they're referring what their people actually do. At Northwestern, I was a transactional relationship and that's not taking a jab at anybody, but in order for me to make money at Northwestern, I have to sell you a product. So if I'm selling you a product, I've got to find something wrong to be able to earn your business. Part of me at I3 is I do what's called comprehensive financial planning. So the last part of the question you ask is, when should I, when should someone look to work with me? We don't take a client unless he makes roughly about a hundred thousand a year is probably the minimum it's going to take. Because what we do is we charge a fee to look at the overall you. So I am called a fee-based financial planner. So okay. you're going to pay me a fee. And then I'm going to ask you to give me everything. Give me your taxes, your bank statements, your credit cards, uh, your mortgage statement, your estate plan, every financial document you have. And we're going to review it. And we're going to tell you where your shortcomings are. So that is what you're paying for. You're paying for 365-day concierge-level financial planning service to me and my team. You're also paying, paying for a plan. So the plan is the small part. It's going to be two documents, electronic documents. One's going to be about 80 pages. One's going to be about 30 pages. But that is just the guidelines. That's the recommendations. Those are the things that keep us on track. But my true value is you being able to come and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying this car. Um, should I lease it? Should I buy it? I'm thinking about refinancing this house. Um, I'm thinking about paying off my credit card debt. I'm thinking about planning for my kids to go to school. How do I accomplish retirement? So you're paying for the ability to pick my brain, to be able to have someone who works in this field to be able to help you. That's why I tell you, it takes someone who makes about 100,000 because less than that, you're not gonna have the money to be able to pay me and do the recommendations. Mm -hmm. One of the recommendations may say, add $2,000 a month to your current retirement account. Mm -hmm. um, let's restructure this investment portfolio. Let's add disability. Let's talk to an estate planning attorney. Let's uh, bump up your, um, on your property and casualty, um, your uh, deductible. So it, we just look at the overall you and help you navigate. And then at the end of 365 days, you get to grade me and figure out if you want to work with me 
for a new 365 days. So all the onus is on me after the first year because I've got to bring value to you. I've got to show you savings. I got to show you how I increase your wealth, reduce your debt. Those are the type of things that get me rehired. Now that's incredible. Um, I'm watching the time because I, I want, but I, I want. So with that being said, so say someone's earning the six and seven figures, um, which I think is kind of becoming more easy for, for many to do. And so when they're making the six and they're making the seven figures, are you able to, as a part of your services, are you able to then kind of help them strategize what they're going to do with that money so that they can kind of you know, they, they want to reduce their tax liability, who doesn't, you know, so, you know, are you able to, you know, kind of look at their, their revenue, their earnings and say, hey, this is what I think we need to do to kind of maximize this and reduce this liability here. So that's a part of the package as well. And do they meet with you once a month? Is it like, you know, once a quarter? When do they get at, when do, do they call you only when they want to call you? How does that work? Do you have scheduled check-ins, I guess is what I'm asking? So, yes, it starts with what we call a wealth coordination account, where we look at every dollar that comes in and every dollar that goes out. We look at your taxes, your pay stub, your credit card statement. So we're going to tell you before you, we do anything, here's every dollar that comes in, here's every dollar that goes out. And then we're going to make recommendations on where dollars should go. So that's what the wealth coordination account is. In terms of how often they talk to me, um, it depends on the person. You have 360, 24 7, 365 access to me. That's part of the fee that you pay. And of course, if you call me at 2 a.m., I'll tell you I'll call you within 12 hours of me getting up. So I will get back in touch with you. Um, but at the end of the day, we, so your recommendation, you may have 30 recommendations, and 10 of them you may say, not now. 10 of them you may say, I need some time. And you may say, Here's the first 10 I want to work on. Let's just say, I believe you're a parent of two. I got four. Oh, okay. So you <laughs> may say, Mike, I really need to make sure I've got uh, insurance on me, my children. I need to start planning for college, retirement, but I can't do anything until I get this debt. So we're going to look at your debt and then we're going to figure out, okay, we're going to make a plan to pay off this credit, then this credit card, then this credit card. So we may touch base in two weeks or when you get your bonus check or when you get your quarterly pay and we just work through the process. So it, sure, it is sure. uh, ever evolving. It is the new wave of financial plan. And that is the reason that I left Northwestern. You know, I am so excited to hear all of this because that's been one of the things that I personally have been wanting to learn more about was the strategy behind all of that, you know, because like I say, anyone knows how to go spend their dollar, you know, anybody can do that part. Mm -hmm. And then you even some people go wrong just sitting on their dollar. Some are like, okay, I'm not gonna spend it, I'm gonna save it. But even in saving, you can, in, you know, you can incur, incur penalties, you know, if you're not saving it in the right accounts or whatnot. So this is really, um, I believe something that is a necessity for so many uh, uh, professionals as they, you know, like I say, it's becoming more commonplace to earn certain figures that we've not seen in the in years past. So um, we know what you do professionally. Now, is there anything that you do uh, within the community, you know, as far as kind of giving classes or courses or going to nonprofits and doing anything or kind of where your passions at beyond what you do professionally? What cause do you do you passionately support? So let's back up before I answer that. You said you said something about savings and we have a, say, a saying that goes, 
you can't save your way to wealth. Meaning if you've got $100,000 and you put it in a bank account, a savings account, it's always going to be $100,000. It doesn't grow. Compounding of interest, compounding of money is the eighth wonder of the world. So you got to get your dollars invested. Now, let's go on my passion. So there's a couple of things that I do in terms of community engagement. Um, Pre-pandemic, I did seminars. We did something called Wisdom, Wisdom and Wine Wednesdays where we would bring a different topic every Wednesday. We would go uh, to different restaurants and people would come and I'd just talk. I might talk about Roth IRAs. I might talk about life insurance. I might talk about 401k. So we do those type of things. Um, we do different type of networking events with some of my clients to generate some business, of course. So I might do a spa day for my uh, physician clients, you know, and then we come in at the end and we talk a little bit about why they should do biz with me and we give them a little snippet of what we do. Um, the pro bono work, I work with uh, Financial Planning Association and we just did a 10-week course and it was uh, financial coaching. So you may be my mentee and I'll be the mentor. And every week we go over different strategies. One week it may be debt. One week it may be real estate. One week it may be 401k. And you got me for a week. You'll get a homework assignment. We'll go over the homework. We'll see, did you get benefit? And if you completed the 10-week course, they gave you a, I think it was a $300, uh, $300 cash to your account, um, SKS consulting firm is doing something very similar they just reached out to me and want me to be a coach for them but i think she said it was going to be more money i, I don't have i haven't heard from kina in forever i remember kina was doing workshops down there at uh oh gosh i can't think of it now one of the 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 well, off of first street it was a little uh non-profit i can't think of who they were but she sure did i didn't i hadn't even wow that's awesome okay yeah. go ahead i'm listening that's awesome and then the probably the thing I, I've been the most passionate about for the last 20 years, as you know, is coaching. I coach high school basketball for Louisville Central. Um, my 20 years will come to an end probably this year. So I'll probably, yeah, I, I, I've done that. I, a lot of my energy is going into growing this business. I have yeah, a vision to, to grow this into, in our world, is AUMs, assets under management. So the goal is to grow it to about 100 million assets under management. So that is really where my focus is. Oh my gosh, I I I am I'm so excited for all that you are saying. Um, I know we are kind of want to you know kind of get a couple more things in and then we'll wind on down here and get on out. Um, at, but so I, because when you were talking, I really I had some other thoughts that came up, oh, especially yeah. about young men and youth, especially young men for sure. <clears throat> mm -hmm. As you're building this business, and I know you do things in the community. Do you ever think about bringing young uh, African-American males in particular, but anyone, but just the youth, our next generation into job shadow or mentor them or figure out how can we get them on track? You know, some of the boys, some of the, I think about young men, um, but it could be young ladies as well. Some of the kids might be thinking about sports or um, entertainment, and that's fine if that's what they're gifted to do. However, just kind of knowing what other options there are out there for them, because I look at you and I'm thinking, man, it'd be incredible for some young guy, one young, a young man to come in and do something like this. Have you ever thought about that? Do you have any kids that ever approach you or parents that approach you for that? 
So in terms of people who job shadow and come in, it's more along the college level. Uh, mm-hmm. So internships and things like that. Yes. In terms of like the high school kids, the majority of the kids to go to Central, I've talked to them to the to they to their ears fall off in terms of what I do and, and the opportunities that are there for that. Um, just in the regular community, it, it's probably I've probably done 50 conversations where, where I go out and speak to people and it goes over over their head. They don't really understand it. Think about and your sons may be a bad example because they're a little bit ahead of the curve, but to the normal uh, 15-year-old that just plays basketball, that the family thinks the NBA is the way out, that's never thought about investing a dollar, that doesn't have a 401k, for me to talk to that child about investing, it's me speaking Spanish. To, I don't know if you speak Spanish, but if somebody were to speak Russian to me, like yeah. what did you say? I, I did a um, a speech at Moore High School one day, and I talked about investing. I talked about real estate, and no one had any interest. They were looking at me like I had four ears. And then I told them that I was the M of MJ Entertainment, and that I did parties. And I brought, I think at that point we had just brought Meek Mill or somebody, and the room perked up, and they wanted to, you know, a rapper. <laughs> So, you know, what you're saying is is exactly correct. They do need to hear it, but you have to backdoor your way into getting them to talk because it's Spanish, it's Russian, it's Greek to them. They just don't understand the concept. My son, so I had my son, if, if there was a mentoring program out there, I'd have had him in it or both of them in it. And, uh, but they were my most recently, my 15 year old, uh, he's my youngest boy. I've got two, two young adults and then I got him, but, um, he was he loved the stock market game. He loves getting into like this Bitcoin and all this stuff. He makes a little couple of dollars off the Bitcoin, all this, whatever all this mess is. You know, he's into all that. But um, so I just kind of but he he really takes an interest in finances. You know, he is an athlete, he's a button, so he's an athlete. However, um, you know, finances is something that I, I can really see him getting into. But I, I wanna we got two minutes and I wanna get these last couple of things out of you. So I ask everybody just, to just keep going the and they'll call me and I I'll take uh, we'll get it, but keep going. Okay. I've got, I asked the same last few little questions because I'm always curious to know. So my, I want to know what's on your list. So first thing, what's on your playlist? Whether it's a podcast, whether it's music that you listen to, an audio book, you know, what, what do you listen to? What's on your playlist? You ain't going to want to hear it, but I'm a huge R. Kelly fan. So my, my playlist stays on R. Kelly. Uh, hey, it's his music. We all have made mistakes. We all have done something. I'm not, you know, R is, I'm just the R. Kelly fan. And then if I was trying to reach the younger generation, if I'm in the car with my son, we're probably listening to Lil Baby radio station. I'm turning into a huge fan of Lil Baby. And I mean, we cannot deny that R. Kelly is just one of the, he's, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, he's very talented. We know all that, you know, so I can't even knock you for having him as a favorite because of his level of talent. So I, I'm not going to give you grief there, but I also ask what's on your reading list. So do you, if you, cause everybody don't, I know I have a short attention span sometimes. And for me to be a black author, I, I, you know, I read, I read my Bible every day, but I don't know about much. So what do you do? Do you have anything that you're reading or that you, that you recommend reading? Yeah, I got this list that um 
Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, da, 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 da. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. So here are some of the books. Uh, and it comes from a list, 15 books that will make you like a billionaire. Of course, these are just kind of some of the ones. Seven Hab Habits of Highly Effective, The Rich Man in Babylon, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Many Habits, The Power of Habits. So those are the type of things that I try to tell people. Find something that's in your realm that you feel like will interest you and then hone in on what you want to be. You know, I need to obtain clients and I need to help them obtain wealth. So those are the type of books that I like to read. Those are, well, you've got some of the, the heavy hitters right there is what yeah. you listed. And I try to get my reading in on Sundays. That's the day that I'm not busy. I take my day off to rest on Sundays. So I do read on Sundays. But people, there are people that read all the time, all through the day. They can get, they can sort a book today and end it by tonight. And that's just not me, you know, but, oh, but Sundays right. I do read for relaxation. And then the biggest question, this is the most important question of all. What can you do at the card table? <laughs> <laughs> Um, can you I, play spades or not? Can you can can you get a set? Are you gonna get a set? Or are you gonna I'm black. Of course I can read spades. Of course I can play spades. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Hold on, hold on one second, please. Yes. Okay. No problem, Michael. Okay. No, I, that was the call. But uh, yes, I can play spades. Definitely, <laughs> I, I'm pretty good. With it. Yeah. So as we leave, because that's like the most important question of the, of the chat now, but as we wrap things up, would you please let everybody know how they can find you, how they can support you? I'm really, really excited about all that you're offering. And I feel like, especially for our audience, there's going to be somebody that wants to know more about that. So how can they reach you? What links, websites or social media pages or whatever can they follow okay. you? So the best way to reach me would either be cell phone or email, cell phone 502-551-92. Three, one. Uh, my website should be up and running, I'm going to say, within 48 to 72 hours. It is www.i-3planning.com. So the letter I dash the number three planning.com. And then awesome. my, my, email, my email is mromaine at financialguide.com. Okay, say it again. M Romaine, and that's A I N E, you all. R O M R O M A I N E at financial, F I N A N C I A L guide, G U I D dot com. So M Romaine at financialguide.com. Website right. will be up by the end of the week. Okay, I thank you so much for your time. I am truly interested in all that you had to say. I, I, I hope that we are able to do this again. But uh, anyway, all that being said, have an amazing remainder of your day. And for the, for the rest of you all, thank you for joining in with us. And I hope that you tune in again for another edition of the Life Unscripted Podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It is awesome to listen to my show. But wouldn't it be amazing if you could launch your very own? Go from listening to launching when you pick up my new book called Is This Thing On? The Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. And of course, it was written by a podcaster 
for new and aspiring podcasters. Think of it as business strategy meets podcasting one-on-one. So yeah, anyone can launch a podcast. That's the easy part. But not everyone understands the business and brand strategy behind operating a podcast, be it if you're doing it just for yourself and for pleasure as a hobby, or if you're doing it to get more eyes on your brand. Either way, this book, this project is for you. Visit organizedenergy.co slash shop. Again, organizedenergy.co backslash shop. I've got some goodies for you. I want you to visit organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. Organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea. I have curated a list of some of the favorite tools and resources that I use as I operate my business that have been amazing for me. They have helped me to save time. They have helped me to build my team. They have helped me to stay connected with my people. And I absolutely love so many of these tools. I wanna share them with you and it's free to download. So again, go to organizedenergy.co slash spill the tea so that I can help you get started working smarter and not harder. Again, and as always, I wanna thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, okay? Thank you, I appreciate the fact that you shared your time with me. That's number one. Number two, I always tell you guys as I close out my show that I love you. I remind you that God loves you. And I want you to make sure that you love you. Okay? I love you. God loves you. I want to make sure that you love you. Now, if you enjoyed this show and what you heard today, I ask that you do me a favor as my bestie. Would you please go over to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify, and um, wherever else you listen that has the opportunity for you to rate and review. I would love for you to rate the show and to leave a meaningful review. I want to make sure that you also have subscribed to the show and that you will share it with someone that you think would really enjoy it like you do, okay? I truly appreciate you. I really do love you. And I cannot wait for you to join me again on the next episode. Have the absolute best week ever.